brought to you by the Georgia Governor's Office of Highway Safety, reminding you to buckle up, Georgia. Welcome to another edition of the Football Fridays in Georgia podcast from Georgia Public Broadcasting. On each show, we bring you the latest high school football stories from around the state. I'm John Nelson here in Atlanta. Joining me is my co-pilot and compadre, Tommy Palmer of GPB Sports. He's down in Statesboro. Back in 2015, Southern University football player Devin Gales was left paralyzed after an injury on the field during a game against the University of Georgia in Athens. The bond his family formed with football fans in Northeast Georgia during his recovery has become unbreakable. That bond now adds a job to his resume that puts him back on the football field at Jefferson High School. Devin didn't go to high school in the state, but he's now part of its football family as a coach. We'll look forward to hearing from Devin later this season, but first let's turn to Jefferson City Schools Superintendent Dr. John Jackson. Tommy Palmer and I caught up with him to find out how all this came to pass. Tommy, got the first question. First question I'd like to ask Dr. Jackson is how did how did this situation with Devin Gales how how did it get feet as we like to say in the situation? Well, I guess to a certain extent, it would go back to the day he was injured. Um, I was at the game and uh, witnessed that whole sad progression of events. Uh, It was one of those injuries where you kept thinking that he was going to get up and hobble off. And after a while, you realized that there wasn't a whole lot of movement down there. And uh, the University of Georgia uh, sent out uh, the vehicle they used and took him off the field. And I just had an uneasy feeling that uh, this may be a lot worse than a a typical injury. And sure enough, um, it was. And uh, we got a call one day. I say we, uh, the school system, our head football coach and high school principal, to go out to traditions when they were going to dedicate the lot where his home was going to be built. And uh, we were happy to go and actually put a, you know, Jefferson hat and Jefferson souvenirs to just sort of give it to him if we had a chance to speak with him, Mm -hmm. let him know he was welcome at Jefferson any time. And... the smile that he came into that ceremony with stayed on his face the whole time. And uh, the more you watched him, uh, at least speaking for myself, the, the more you realize this, this is an unusual guy to be that young and uh, have to deal with what he's been handed and uh, to have the kind of outlook and demeanor that he obviously had. So when our football coach went up to speak with him, I said, why don't you uh, give, him, give him an invitation uh, once they get settled in to come over and be a part of the program? And that's exactly what he uh, asked him to do, and he indicated that he'd like that. Yeah, Dr. Jackson, you've seen, and the Jefferson community have seen, an individual who loves football. You didn't see someone in Devon who was uh, is in a wheelchair and is 
trying to, to, to fight paralysis. You saw a person who still loves football and still wanted to be engaged. You, Coach Cathcart, and everybody at Jefferson. Without any doubt. You know, I mean, uh, it, it's a foregone conclusion when you, when you meet with Devin. You're talking about somebody that was an exceptional football player. Uh, or he wouldn't have been there. And uh, so he can help our program just based on the, the experiences he's had playing football. And then over and above that, you know, he can help uh, a whole lot of kids uh, deal with adversity that, you know, we all have to deal with in some form or fashion. Dr. Jackson, it goes without saying, most people, when they perceive a, a high school football team, whether it be a, you know, from a city or a county or whatever, they think cookie cutter, a certain amount of players, a certain type personality. But this brings new meaning to uh, a situation where this has been a troubling situation for him. But you keep mentioning the smile on his face because he is receiving great joy from this and can bring great community to every one of your team members in a different slant than anybody else probably could have. Without any question, without any question, the the only smiles around here that are bigger than the one on his face are ours because we're just so happy that uh, we had an opportunity to include him in our program. Dr. Jackson, you folks have just opened your arms, opened your community to this this family, and this is going to be a great story for, for many years to come. But I have to ask you the pointed question, uh, what kind of football team are you going to have this year? This is going to make it better, isn't it? I think it definitely will. We've, we have some good football teams here. And uh, I think uh, next year's team stands to be pretty solid. Uh, I'm going to let it sit right there. I'm not going. <laughs> but uh, I'm looking forward to the season. We all are, and uh, the fact that now Devin is is on board with us just uh, adds a spark that I don't know that we could have added any other way. And and I'm just so happy that um, he agreed to come on board. When you see him go out there for spring football, and we know it's just around the corner, we know that smile is going to be there, but I'm anticipating that with Devin and Coach Cathcart and everyone who's going to be a Dragon coaching staff member this season, is that there are going to be lessons that you could not have gotten anywhere else, but at the same time, you're going to get the intensity that Devin had as a football player out there as well. And so I think that this three-dimensional idea of, of Devin as someone who's teaching life lessons, who is going to be teaching 15 to 18-year-old to young men about not just football, but about life and of itself. For me, it's just, I, I can't, it's it's palpable to feel what it's going to be like to see him out there day one of spring practice. Uh, what's the level of anticipation like for everybody up there in Jefferson? I think it's generated a lot of interest and generated a lot of pride. Uh, this this community has always had a lot of pride in its school system. I mean, we're celebrating our 200th year anniversary. 
so, um, you know, we've been here a while. And uh, to have Devin as a part of that is something that uh, I can't put into words. Now, I will say this. We have a lot of kids in the school system that don't play football. Right. And uh, and they'll learn just as much by having Devin around. That's exactly right. That is exactly right. Um, and so, you know, I see the, uh, the impact uh, that Devin can have uh, on the Jefferson school system certainly starting off with football, but I see the, the, the overall impact going way beyond that. Well, I'm, ex- I'm excited to really just take a look at what's going to happen with your football team this year and with your school and, and, and with your system. And, and I know you're very excited, and I know Devin is very excited, and I know Coach Cathcart is also very excited. So when, when the excitement builds, people are going to keep their, their finger on the pulse of what's going on in Jefferson, Georgia. I've gotten telephone calls uh, once this hit the media. I've gotten telephone calls from Texas and wherever. Uh, this was from an alumnus of, of Jefferson who had picked it up off of the uh, the Internet and, and called just to say, you know, I cannot be prouder of my alma mater and what you guys have done up there for this for this student. And I said, well, you know, I appreciate you saying that, but what he's going to do for us uh, will probably be a lot more than what we will ever be able to do for him. That's Dr. John Jackson, superintendent of Jefferson City Schools. We look forward to hearing once again from Devin later this season here on the podcast. That's it for us today. I'm John Nelson. Thanks, as always, to Tommy Palmer. You can reach us at gpb.org forward slash podcasts and subscribe to us for free anywhere your favorite podcasts are found. You can also follow the GPB Sports Team on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Our show is produced by the inimitable Sean Powers in charge of the ones and twos. The Football Fridays in Georgia podcast is a production of Georgia Public Broadcasting. to you by the Georgia Governor's Office of Highway Safety, reminding you to buckle up, Georgia.